You're listening to The John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. Time to talk football with Ricky Thompson, presented by Alliance Bank of Central Texas. Here's the voice of the Bears and Aaron Sexton. Welcome back, John Morris Show. We're being joined by Ricky Thompson. So the name of that song, Aaron, is, do you know? I do not. Ricky, do you know? You know the name of that song? Name that tune. I know. All right. I'm stumped. All right. So the name of the song is Alive Again. And I thought going into this segment and what we're going to talk about, uh, given <laughs> Baylor's uh, results from Saturday, I thought Alive Again uh, fits pretty well. What do you think, Rick? Yeah. In fact, it fit just just for the fourth quarter of, of Saturday. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you were right there. You were on the sidelines uh, for us. Um, what, what was the feel from the sidelines? I mean, obviously, the home team, UCF, took that big lead. Half the fans left at halftime. But what was the feel on that Baylor sideline? Well, I think we talked about it. I guess we were off air at the time when uh, UCF scored their first touchdown in the third quarter on a seven-minute drive yeah. of all things and went up 35-7. to seven. I think we were pretty pessimistic at that point, and rightfully so. And then a couple of things happened. We got the field goal, which we thought at the time, maybe go for it when you're that far down. But uh, as it turns out, that was a good decision, wasn't it? Yeah. Then you could just see the players on the sideline, particularly when it was 35-26. I think that's when you really saw players on the sideline talking to each other, really getting fired up, thinking there was a shot. And then after the fumble return, I mean, I just you could kind of, you could tell they thought they were going to win the game yeah. with with no doubt. So you could just see that change in the attitude and hopefully that carries forward and it has to to a certain extent. I don't know how much it will, but that does carry forward and it will affect this football game. I don't know how, I don't think anybody does, but uh, that quarter will affect how this football team plays this Saturday. Ricky, as far as comebacks go, um, what, what would you compare that to? Maybe games you were playing, you played in, or uh, saw, or broadcast. Uh, what would be a comparison? Well, two come to mind very quickly as far as Baylor games. I've got one F- NFL too. We'll talk Baylor. Seventy-four Texas, obviously right, right. twenty-four to seven. Uh, lost seventeen in a row to those guys. Uh, they were kicking our tails at halftime. I don't think there was much hope. Uh, very similar to that, but that one didn't wait till the fourth quarter. We we blocked a punt right off the bat, scored twice, reasonably quickly in the third quarter. So that was a lot different. The closest to this to me would have been TCU, John. Mm, we're, yeah. we're down twenty-one with eleven minutes to go. That was at home. That's different. But you're down 21 uh, with 11 minutes. Uh, I wasn't real optimistic then either. <laughs> and the Bears just made play after play and won it. But uh, probably TCU in that game last Saturday would be the two coolest comebacks that I've been around uh, for Baylor. That was really awesome and completely unexpected. I think anybody that says – they thought we were going to win going into the fourth quarter, maybe Sydney. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and that TCU game, you remember how fast Baylor scored, like Bryce Petty. I mean, Baylor went like bam, 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 you know, three quick scores to get back into it. 
Yeah, they did. And remember, TC ran the interception back, went up by 21, and they had a celebration penalty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good point. And then, surprisingly, ran the ball down their throat to score that one. There wasn't a lot of throwing involved. The last two were were really uh, in the air quite a bit. But, yeah, those were quick drives. They weren't five, six-minute drives. Those were minute and a half, two minutes. Uh, They happened really quickly. What would be the NFL uh, equivalent comeback? Uh, we, we we were playing in the rain against St. Louis uh, in RFK yeah. and had led the whole game. We were up 21-7 to seven, uh, late. And these dudes, Jim Hart, Pat Tilly, uh, Roy Green, they just they caught fire. And, and in the last 10 minutes, went down and uh, went up on us. Uh, well, they were up. They ended up up by one, so mm-hmm. I may have my scores wrong mm-hmm. for them to end up up by one. But pouring down rain, 45 seconds to go, we get the ball back. And first play, we throw a ball to Clarence Harmon in the, out of the backfield, pouring rain, and this guy catches it off the top of his shoes. Wow. And the defender behind him fell down. Oh. And he went about 45 yards. And Mosley kicks a field goal on the last play of the game in the rain before Theisman ever got it on the ground. Wow. He's coming back with the ball, holding it, the slippery ball, and Mosley kicks it out of his hand right down the middle for about 42 yards and won that game. I mean, it it was basically over, not as far behind as these two games we've talked about, but that hopeless state where, God, we're in trouble. Yeah. We're in big trouble. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You know that feeling. Unfortunately, oh, absolutely. But yeah. what, what a great feeling uh, leaving Orlando last Saturday. So what's the what are the coaches doing this week, Ricky, in your mind uh, to try to to have that carry over, you know, to keep that momentum, to take it into the game against Tech this week? Well, I bet they're doing a couple things, John. I remember after the game and even Monday, uh, I listened to Dave's Coach Aranda's press conference and he's talking still about playing fast on offense and I Mm. think that means two things he calls it play green but I think that means two things I I think it means having your guys that can play fast in the game we saw how much difference that made with Monterey and Richard Reese in the game making plays and I'm going to brag on Monterey Baldwin a little bit for his sideline attitude too this this dude was running up and down the sideline talking to guys yelling at them firing them up I, I just thought that was really cool on his part and it showed on the field but I think this week they spent a lot of time playing fast on offense uh, not running the clock down like we've done trying to get the plays off trying to get the edge on the defense a little bit just by avoiding their ability to substitute and maybe even their ability to adjust before the snap you know we see a lot of defenses that adjust change their alignment before snap trying to prevent that and I can tell you the other thing they're working on is the the spread is what's given us a fit. Exactly what Tech does. We stopped them last year, and I know they're working diligently on defensive side to figure out how to get that stop and put pressure on the quarterback. Yeah, very good. Ricky Thompson, our guest, Baylor football sideline analyst on the Baylor Sports Network. All right, it is Tech this week, and uh, we've had some – uh, let's say interesting games with Tech through the years. The series is really close, I think divided by just two 
two wins, but uh, you know it's always a good game, isn't it? When Baylor and Tech get together, well, it has. I don't, I don't how many years we played in Arlington, but I thought those were really fun games yeah. to be able to play up there, and those were shootouts. I just remember, it wasn't unusual for one of the other team to put sixty points on the board, and the other one would have forty coming right behind them. So, a lot of really fun games in that series. Uh, remember the championship year in Waco, we went 27, 24. And if I'm not mistaken, they missed a field goal in the last play of the game. I know it was their last series, but I think it may have been the last play. We went by 27, 24, then going and win the league. And that was Shapin's first start. I think after he went in at K state after Bohannon got hurt. So that was a really big game. This one may be not championship level, but this is a huge game for both these teams. One of these teams will come out three and three in decent shape going forward. The other one's going to be two and four. Uh, big difference, I think, at this point in the season. So in that regard, it's a huge game. And just frankly with Joey McGuire, it's a huge game. Mm-hmm. Uh, that That adds, I think, something of motivation on both sides. And add to it an open date next week for Baylor. I mean, you'd love to go into the open date coming off these, uh, if it were, two big wins. Yeah, good grief. Yeah, had some people banged up, and that would be huge. An open date after loss is terrible. <laughs> I've had more than one of them. That's just no fun. <laughs> right. So I think it, it'll be a really cool period for them to have those couple of weeks to maybe get – like Dominique Richardson – Bless his heart. He's had that high ankle sprain, but has kept playing, and you can just tell he's not quite there. So I think that week off really helps a guy like that and all these other nagging injuries. And then you go to Cincinnati, a Big 12 game on the road in a new place. But going up there with a two-game winning streak after a week off uh, doesn't sound too bad, does it? I would take that. I would take that right now for sure. Hey, man, appreciate your time. Thank you very much, and I will see you on Saturday, if not before. We'll be there. That's going to be fun. Night game uh, at home against Tech. Cooler. Did you see that? Cooler on Saturday. I did. <laughs> 60s maybe in the 50s before <laughs> yeah. it's over. I, I, I have no problem with that. Uh, yes, exactly. <laughs> Thanks, Rick. Appreciate it. You bet. Ricky Thompson with us, our sideline analyst on the Baylor broadcast. 24th year for Ricky as part of our broadcast and uh, playing career at Baylor in the pros uh, following his uh, his Baylor time. Our visit with Ricky Thompson brought to you by Alliance Bank Central Texas. At Alliance Bank, you'll find superior service and products to meet your financial needs. Two locations in Waco. Ricky camps out at that uh, Highway 84 location. Ooh, that is a nice place. You want to go in there just to just to sit and visit. They've got a location in Temple, a location in Georgetown as well for Alliance Bank Central Texas. All right, take a break. When we come back, we'll visit with another electee to the Baylor Athletics Hall of Fame. It is former Baylor standout in track and field, Tiffany Townsend. She'll join us when we come back. John Morris Show brought to you in part by D'Amore Fine Jewelers. D'Amore at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. 